Well, hey, beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of Faith and Friends. You may have been surprised to see that this episode was released midweek, not on a Friday like we normally have. Surprise! Here is a bonus episode for your week. I couldn't wait. I was just so excited because this new movie, Southern Gospel, is coming out this weekend in theaters everywhere, and I needed you to know about it because in case you had a weekend free, which I hope you have a little bit of time, to grab your friends, grab your mama, your daddy, your cousin, and your goldfish and my goodness head to the theaters to see this film called Southern Gospel. Today we are talking with the director of this film Jeffrey Smith and I got to tell you about him. He's incredible. Listen to this. At the age of 17 Jeffrey signed his first recording contract and then later signed with Word Records. He became an accomplished recording artist and producer with three national releases and over 750 completed songs in his catalog. He has written music that has been recorded and performed by a variety of artists such as Grammy award-winning group Take Six, The Pointer Sisters, and All For One. Jeffrey is also a composer for film, TV, and commercials. In the midst of experiencing great success in the recording industry, Jeffrey has also written films and stage plays. Oh my goodness. And guess what? He has directed over 50 music videos and short films, including The Bride, A Love Story, a film shown in over 750 locations worldwide. Now, Southern Gospel is the film about the true life story of Samuel Allen, a 1960s rock star that finds himself in jail after struggling with years of anger and blame towards organized religion that has led him down the road of rebellion. And in a moment of divine intervention, the judge dismisses drug charges against him under the pretense that Samuel speaks to local schools and churches about the dangers of drugs. <laughs> Given a second chance, he follows his father's footsteps to become a preacher, overcoming the influence of a powerful church leader with a personal vendetta against his family. Southern Gospel is a story of a man overcoming brokenness and never surrendering the dream of his journey to find the gospel. Southern Gospel. Y'all, oh, I cannot wait to introduce you to Mr. Jeffrey. This conversation is a fun one about this film. All right, let's dive right in. Mr. Jeffrey, my goodness, in this lifetime, you have just done everything from the age of 17 at a recording artist, a songwriter, <laughs> composer, writer, director, my gosh, pastor, father, husband. It's so beautiful, all the hats that you wear. And today we're celebrating your new movie, Southern Gospel. Yes. Well, George, it's an honor to be on your show. I ho- I don't want to make any um, globetrotter jokes. I don't know if you're old enough to know. Okay. okay. I'm not going <laughs> to. That seems too predictable. So I'll just I'll just leave that out there floating around. But it's a cool name. Cool show. Thanks. But thank you for having me. I think that if you are graced to live long enough uh, as a 50 year old i've been around a while and done some things but i think the most uh, important thing is trying to be consistent that no matter what it is what space i'm in what um hat i'm wearing at the moment to try to make it uh, as impactful as possible and to be as encouraging as possible to people and lift people uh and and just constantly bring a message of hope. So yeah, I'm in a different phase of my life right now where I am focused on filmmaking and doing some new things with movies. And uh, it's just an honor to be able to kind of step into a new arena and see what kind of impact we can make. Yeah, I, I am so passionate about film and TV because it's it's such a sweet atmosphere that you can truly invite someone to a movie and buy them a popcorn and truly bring the gospel through the back door of their heart where they may not you know, you can extend the offer to bring him to church on a Sunday morning, but 
they they may not say yes, but they'll say yes to go into a movie. And so this is just so sweet. And so I agree for such a time as this, we need to be sharing these messages. For me, as a as you mentioned, I was a recording artist when I was very young, my late teens, signed my first record deal. I think being in the world of like the Christian music industry as a young kid who grew up in church and grew up around a lot of church people, part of that was challenging for me because uh, my faith has always been a part of who I am. But sometimes there was a little bit of a stop sign when exploring what that looks like when it comes to relationships. It's like, you know, when I was a teenager, I wanted a girlfriend. I wanted to go out and have a good time. I want to sometimes write a song about that, but also write a song about Jesus and write a song about how worship or, or whatever. I didn't see a distinction, but I felt at that time, um, it, it it wasn't really something that was encouraged by a lot of people that were around, was around me at the time. So I think as I've gotten older and really tried to make art a, a part of my expression of who the Lord is to me and what my life looks like. Um, I, I think I've gotten to a place where I'm, I'm one of the things that really excited me about this project was to be able to take a story, which is the story of my parents' life and just tell it. Uh, it I mean, it's a PG 13 movie. It's a very um, gritty kind of raw look at how difficult it is to uh, follow a dream of, of yeah. having a church and the, the mistakes you make. And my mom dealt with, um, you know, sexual abuse when she was growing up by her father. And and it's it's my dad's character learning how do you love someone that is broken and how do you uh, help them when you don't even know they're hurting and they don't even know how to express that? And how do you overcome mistakes you've made that have hurt other people and even caused people to maybe lose their life because of you know poor choices that you made with drugs and alcohol? And you know, how do you rectify all those things? And I think that that's why this project was special to me because I didn't feel um, that I had to package it, mm. this piece of art in a way where I just wanted everyone to come out with this takeaway. I just wanted them to see an honest look at yeah. what faith looks like. And then they can draw their own conclusions by it. There's no real call to action or anything like that. It's just a look at someone's life. And I think that's why when we were making the movie, I uh, tr- I just invited some of the best artists that were out there. I mean, these guys worked on Avengers, Endgame, all, all these incredibly huge movies because we shot during the pandemic. My wow. cinematographer, Carmen Cabana, uh, did uh, the show Narcos. Uh, she did Mrs. Marvel. Uh, she did Resident Evil on Netflix. She's one of the most incredible incredible uh, cinematographers out there, female or male, just just amazing. But I think the idea, just putting this out there and letting people uh, appreciate the script and the movie for what it was and not really putting, you have to be this, you have to be that to to be a part of the story. It's all these different people telling the story of faith that I think that once people are able to experience it, it is going to inspire them in in kind of a different way. So that that was probably one of the best parts because growing up a church kid, getting Mm -hmm. to work with all kinds of different people to tell this story of inspiration, but from a real standpoint, that kind of maybe makes you uncomfortable sometimes because we don't like to talk about certain things, Come on, uh, you know, sometimes, but maybe we need to. And that's what this movie is about. Yeah, maybe we need to. And the time is now because we're in this generation where at a touch of a button within 0.001 seconds, according to Google, you can have all these answers pop up. And so if we don't tell this next generation the truth, they're going to search for it somewhere else. And they're already trying to do that with, you know, manifesting a new age and all this stuff. It's like, why don't we just tell you like it is? Because that's how you're wanting it. And so I can't believe like 
you're telling your own family story. Like, I can't imagine what that was like to be on set and be like, you're playing my mom like this. Yeah. I'm getting to tell this story. Like, what was that like? Were there ever some moments on set where you were just like, this is actually happening? What? Oh, absolutely. I mean, well, yeah, to to be working with people and like kind of, you know, working with act, worked with some talented actors, yeah. working yeah. with people and, and see, saying, oh, this guy's supposed to be acting like my dad right now. This is my <laughs> mom. And she's like, you know, 25 years old and I'm 50. It's, it, it is pretty surreal to do, but I think that's one of the great parts of a story is that when you have a story that's compelling and everyone gets it and the actors show up and uh, the characters mean something to them, the story means something to them and everyone's working together collaboratively to get the best out of it. And there are some surreal moments where luckily I'm able to just step back and watch something. And I forget that I'm even on the set of a movie. I'm just watching this beautiful story unfold. So yeah, it was pretty, pretty incredible. That's amazing. Oh my word. I cannot wait to see it. Even the trailer was, was powerful. And like you said, like even seeing some of those things, it's like, oh, those are drugs. Oh, that's this. But it's yeah. like, we're not here to sugarcoat this. This is not a Hallmark movie. We're not here to make you feel good. We're here to connect with you and to convict you and to lead you to Jesus by just sharing a real life story because there's so much power in that. That's how they overcame the enemy was the power of the testimony and the blood of the lamb. So I'm just so grateful that we're telling true stories. And I bet that that means a lot to you to tell something that's real. It really does. Uh, I, I, as I said, I grew up in church. I, I'm in church every Sunday. I'm, I'm yeah. sharing with, you know, preaching to people, talking to people. So I'm used to that format, uh, but getting into a different space where I'm able to tell stories uh, in, in a way where people are able to, you know, like, for instance, the people that I got to work with on this yeah. film. Um, not being from the Christian community and, and mm -hmm. there are 280 people on set. I mean, it'd show up and there's these cities that they've built with trailers everywhere and all these people <laughs> yeah. that I've never met before that are coming and working on things. I'm like, wow, is this really happening? But the, the, the way that I got to connect with people and impact people on a personal level, just being who I am, um, was a different experience for me and something that I've, I've really craved for a long time to be able to just connect with people on a, 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 a just a human level and just let the the light and the love that is in me uh, shine yeah. in, in a practical way. And, and I've seen just incredible stories. Uh, we could go on all day talking about some of the stories that I've seen that have happened from it. But uh, I, I think it changed people and I know that it changed me as well. So it was, it was, yeah. a, it was an incredible experience. Yeah, it's like miracle upon miracle. And it's just that moment of planting seeds. And and last fall, I got to Mr. Jeffrey be crafty on set of a film. I was like, That's I don't fun. know what I'm doing, but like, well, let's just you know show up. Let me tell you, it's a funny story. Is I, this was my first? Uh, th this is a pretty big budget movie, and it's, yeah. uh, it's my first feature film. I've directed lots of short films and things like that, but it's the first time I'd ever. I never had a crafty. I never had all these. Yeah, cool it's things like what is this? Even so I go, mean? I go to crafty like the first day, and if you don't know what that is, that's where everyone the snacks. Eat. It's your snacks. You yeah, know, it's drink, your drink. hangout. Yeah, it's your. It's everyone loves crafty. Hangout. Yeah. And so when I'm there, I'm sitting there talking with the ladies and the guy that's working in that area, just sitting down like, oh, what's, you know, what's your name? And they didn't actually know who I was. Uh, they, I, I had my jacket on and I'm just sitting yeah. there talking with them and, you know, just hanging out probably like 20 minutes or so on a break. And they're, finally they're like, what do you do on the, uh, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm the, the director. They're like, what? They're like, we have never had a director that's come up and sat here and talked with us before. And I, so, I mean, I had to like go ask my producers. I'm like, is that unusual or something yeah. should i not be doing that and it was kind of fun to be able to just uh you know experience the you know a big movie like that for the first time yeah as a director you know and it was it was, it was a great experience
That's so sweet. It really is all about the extra mile. I just remember like, if I'm going to be here, I want to fully be here. I would sit there and I'd read my Bible or I'd, you know, restock all the snacks or write encouragements on the cups. Or it was just fun to even remember what people like. It's like, Hey, so-and-so needs a coffee. And I'm like, copy, like yeah. even knowing the lingo, if they That's operate great. like the military, it's just so sweet and so beautiful. And so it's just amazing. Like how many people it takes to come together to bring this art, like you've been saying, into the yeah. world. And every role is important. You need someone holding the boom mic. You need a oh, crafty. Sure. And so just to show them that they're seen, like, my gosh, that plants seeds. Oh, no doubt. I mean, I, I mean, filmmaking is just a very powerful medium from that standpoint. It's just like the the people that do what they do, I'm I'm blown away uh, at how complex that, that machine is and yeah. how... Uh, you know, even even in like our movie, you know, when you watch the movie, I think we've got over 450 uh, CGI special effects that are in the movie Whoa. that it's not, you know, it's not Spider-Man or something. But like yeah. some stuff is just like removing something that looks modern from a shot that's supposed to be from the 60s, changing things. So like all the d people that were working in these incredible jobs that I never got to meet, but I talked to through phone calls and we did Zoom calls and things like that. Uh, it, it's it is pretty mind blowing uh, the kinds of people that it takes to pull off uh, a great story where you're able to just sit there and process it and enjoy it and not say, oh, this doesn't look good. That doesn't look good. It's a it's an incredible collaborative effort. Yeah. And you know what? I will never leave until I see all those credits roll. <laughs> I, I will sit there in the movie theater and be grateful for each and every human that oh, helped nice. bring this to life, you know, and something else I'm, I'm wondering, Mr. Jeffrey, because you've been in this industry a long time in a lot of different pockets of it. What mm -hmm. have you seen change? I mean, from when you're 17 to now, what is a strength that you have seen, or maybe something that's just been different in a way that we're communicating to people? Because there's been a lot of change, especially in this technology era that we're in. What has been a strength that's been like, wow, this has been a neat shift. Well, I think one of the things uh, that has changed is what you're doing right now. I, th I think uh, your your podcast, and uh, I don't know that you asked anyone for permission. I don't know your story, but I mean, you probably just started doing something that you love. And I think when I was yeah. growing up, someone had to come find you and give you a record deal and they heard about your demo or something. But I think these days uh, there's so many talented people, uh, whether it's musicians, singers, writers, storytellers that have, uh, you know, an open medium to, to, to build relationships with an audience and to do things. There's just so many great talented people that are out there. And I think we, people have a greater opportunity uh, more than ever in this day and age compared to when I was in my teens to just truly uh, share their heart and have no limits to the creativity that they can put out into the world. So it's really kind of on us at this point, uh, what kind of impact we make. It's it, we can't really, you know, victimize ourselves and blame Come everyone on. else that no one's listening. It's just kind of how hard are you willing to work and grind and be consistent and, and dream and plan and uh, improve and, and take critique and grow. That, that's kind of one of the differences I see. No, that's so good. It really is up to us. It's like, I was literally reading the parable of the talents this morning in Matthew 25, where it's like, I gave five, I gave yeah. two, I gave one. And right. you know, my wicked servant hit it in the earth when right. I'm going to give this one talent to the one that has now 10 because he, he multiplied it and used it. And so this time is so short. It's so precious. And God gave you all these desires and these gifts that he placed on your heart. And it's like, I just want to see you create the ultimate creator created you to create. And you're doing that through these mediums of art. And so it's up to us to, to take this to the Lord and be like, Lord, how do you want to use me today? 
because we dream as big as our God is. And I'm like, Lord, I want all you have in store for me. So show me how to do that today, you know? Well, I mean, I think too, you know, the book of Acts tells us that we're, that he put every person in the time that he put them for a reason. We're born into the time that we're born into for a reason. So the ideas that you have, that I have, that your followers have, um, they're, they're there for a reason, for a purpose. And I want to make sure that what talent in, in the sense of what abilities that I've been given, that I'm maximizing them and I'm able to be accountable for everyone that I use them to their fullest ability. So that's, that's all I'm trying to do out here. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's like, I'm just trying to do the next right thing. That's why I'm always telling the Lord. I'm like, what's that next right thing? Lord? Yeah. What is it? <laughs> and, and also too, like, your no is okay. And your no is good too, because sometimes you have to lay down what is lesser to just wait on the Lord. And waiting does not mean not doing anything. It still means working and worshiping him in the waiting, but man, just like cultivating those gifts. It's so special. And so man, oh man, this is so exciting. So where can we find more about this film? It comes out the 10th, right? It Literally comes out March week. the 10th. I think what? I think uh, there some places it'll be on March 9th as well. There might be Thursday night like premieres, but if the official date is March the 10th, you can go to southerngospel.film to find out more information about the film. You can actually buy group tickets there. I would really encourage churches, yeah. uh, people that could go with big groups, rent out an entire theater. Uh, this movie is full of music. I, I think there's oh, 17 yay. songs in the movie, uh, original oh, songs. I, I got to work with Dan Tominski, who's won 14 Grammys, one of the greatest bluegrass artists that's ever lived. Rhonda Vincent, who's won, who's been nominated for nine, won oh, one. She got Bluegrass it. Artist of the Year a few years ago. Uh, it's some of the some of those incredible music in this movie. And it it kind of is like, if you could imagine like what it's like, it's sort of like if you imagine like Walk the Line about yeah, a yeah, yeah about a preacher. That's sort of the, the feeling that you get with uh, Southern Gospel. I, I really know that people are going to love it. So if you go to southerngospel.film and get tickets, or you can go to Fandango and find tickets in your local area from your theaters and, 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 and make sure you see it. This is so exciting. I'm not kidding, Mr. Jeffrey. This is awesome. So you're telling me that I can listen to the soundtrack too. Oh, you'll be able to listen to the soundtrack. Yeah, it comes Stop out the week it. of the film. Yeah, you're going to love it. Hallelujah. I can't wait. This is so amazing. It's all things that I love. Jesus, movies, <laughs> music, like, let's go. Hey, that's that's awesome. Thank you so much for having me on your show. I appreciate it. It's so nice to meet you. I, I appreciate what you're doing. And I'm, I'm excited that you're using your forum uh, and doing something you're passionate and that you love. That's wonderful. Well, thank you, Mr. Jeffrey. And have a good day. And y'all, go see Southern Gospel this weekend in theaters everywhere. Bye. Bye. Y'all, thank you so much for joining me in this conversation with Mr. Jeffrey. Isn't it exciting? I just love going to the movies, and I'm just so excited that we are telling this story for such a time as this. I'm so grateful for the life of Jeffrey's parents and the impact that truly their story is going to make all over this side of heaven. Like, can you imagine? Like, you're just living your life. And things are just happening, the good, the bad, the in-between. And then years later, your son is directing the film about their story. Isn't that powerful? Like, who would have ever thought but God? So do not despise these humble, small beginnings right where you are, friend. Right where you are is right where you need to be. And I just pray that truly, as you heard the words from Mr. Jeffrey himself, as he was saying, just go after it. Like, time is short. It is time to do and pursue those dreams and desires on our hearts. So, oh, Lord God, I just pray over these beautiful people that are listening to this conversation. I love the Faith and Friends community 
so much. And I just pray that this episode encouraged them. And I pray, Lord, that you would continue to do what only you can do in and through their lives. That they would just heed to your voice and truly lean into those dreams and desires. That they would work with excellency, God, and use all that they have for your glory, knowing that you are working it together for their good. So, Father, protect them from the enemy, God. Lead them not into temptation. And I just thank you so much for the power of the testimony. And so may each and every friend listening to this conversation be emboldened after hearing this episode and going to see this movie that their story is important, Lord. Oh, thank you so much for what you're doing, Lord, and allowing us to be a part of it in this time. And it's in the mighty name of Jesus that I pray. Amen. Well, y'all, thank you so much. And guess what? I'll see you in just a couple days for our regularly scheduled episode as we continue in our prayer series. So I will see you soon. But until then, do not forget, there is a song on your heart only you can sing. Your voice is important.